Welcome back to the Strive for Strength podcast. So today I want to talk to you online coaches. Are you one of those coaches who just wings it? You never actually put your program out there with any strategy behind it and you wonder why whenever you do a call to action, absolutely nobody or maybe just one to five people fill out your application. Well, in this episode, I go deep with my friend M Haas for her to give her five-step strategy so that you guys can actually launch your program, launch your coaching or whatever product or service it might be so that you get a better influx, you build more trust with your audience, therefore making more sales letting you build a bigger impact. So my friends, stay tuned. I have the beautiful and my very, very close friend, M Haas, coming on today to give her strategy behind how you can launch, what a launch is, and why they are important. So with all that being said, let's hop into the episode. Alrighty, guys, I am super excited. I have such a good friend here with me today, Miss um, M Haas, and welcome to the Strive for Strength podcast. Thank you so much. I've been creeping and listening to your episodes, so I'm so excited. Oh my God, I'm so stoked. Guys, M has such an awesome background. Um, a lot of what she's been through resonates with me, but she's also a boss. So um, I know she'll give you guys a lot of insights. So make sure you guys stick around for the whole episode. Uh, there will definitely be some gold nuggets for you guys to take away. So M, I would love if you can kind of share um, a little bit about who you are, kind of where you're at right now and, and really what got you here? Because I know we come from a pretty similar background, but um, just kind of where you're at now and how you got here. Yeah, wow. Um, I literally just did an IG live before this telling my audience kind of the story of events, but I started out actually in a very traditional fashion school in New York City. And the reason how I kind of landed there was because I had anorexia for three years. And what got me over anorexia, which this is kind of how you and I connected, um, was that the only thing that distracted me from like, you know, obsessing over calories and things like that was actually drawing and sketching and creating. And I was obsessed with fashion. And so, you know, the doctors and my parents have really said, like, this is something she should really pursue because that addiction is so powerful and so strong. So if this is what like distracts you, it must be like, you know, your calling or your thing. And so I went all in on that and got into the best school in New York City. And I was the only person in my class like designing workout clothes because I was always in the gym when I wasn't in class and I'd get ideas and all these things. And so I was always a rebel and like an outcast. And so when you tell me to go left, I'm going to go right. And so basically I decided freshman year when I walked in that I'm going to work for Nike by senior year. And lo and behold, they randomly came to our school senior year and they chose me for a paid internship, went there and worked for them, then moved to Under Armour. And as I was at my corporate job, we all get that itch of like, is there something more than this? And is it just really like rinse and repeat, like 50K a year? And so, um, yeah, I saw the designer above me. She literally had a mentally ill husband. She had a nine-year-old son. And after 15 years with the company, she got let go. And she was one of 500 people on campus to be let go, literally within a two-week time span. And I saw her walk out in the rain. And I said to myself, you know what? Like, me sharing my story on my Instagram, my transformation story, how I got over anorexia, the people that connect with me, this is way more fulfilling than like me being here like eight, nine, 10 hours a day sometimes. So 
Um, you know, I really know that online coaching is a thing. I don't know how I'm going to do this, but like, let's go. And basically it was one podcast episode. It was an interview. Um, and I heard this guy who became my first business coach say, I help online coaches scale to six figures. And I basically, before I even finished lunch, was filling out a type form to get on a business sales call with him. And um, yeah, the rest is history. And so from there, I became a health and fitness coach and created Fit Mompreneur. And I really wanted to end eating disorders for the next generation. And I knew the only way I could do that was by working with moms. And so that grew to multiple six that I just said, you know, like, I can't, um, you know, I'm good at this, but I can't keep pushing something that I'm not passionate about anymore. And um, it became kind of like how I felt at my corporate job, just like good at it, but it wasn't lighting me up anymore. And so, yeah, like eight, nine months into the business and it grew really fast. I just said, you know, I'm much more passionate about the strategy and how I was able to go from zero to, you know, 20, 30 K months. Like, how did I do that? and organically without ads and everything. And so I just started helping actually my best friend and she wanted to leave her job. And I said, I promise you, I'll help you leave three months sooner. And I did. And she had four paid and full clients in the first two weeks. And she's been fucking crushing ever since. And, you know, she became one of so many that asked for my help. And I just finally ripped the bandaid off this past October. and was like, you know what, like the universe keeps elbowing me to do this. And it lights me up to see women really own their voice online and create their own reality. So I get to do this. And um, as of right now, I have an eight week sales intensive sell and slay. I have empowered coach 2.0, which is the next round of my beginner coaches program who want to launch. And then I have my one-on-one for girls that want to scale to six figures. And um, yeah, it's been so much growth in such a short amount of time, but it's so much fun and I love creating content around it and it feels a lot more aligned, but that is like the twisted, weird, but crazy story of M. Haas there. That's amazing. Like, I love how even in just like the, I guess we can say a very lengthy, but also kind of short time frame that I've known you, like how much has just changed for like you and your business um, and just how like consistent you've been with always showing up and everything I think is so, so amazing. So, I mean, obviously, I, I mean, me and, me and Em, we've talked about this strategy for, oh my gosh, the past like year and a half that we've known each other, um, always sharing each other's wins and everything, which is so beautiful because there's so much room in the community for people to grow, which I think some people are a little narrow-minded about. Um, and I know one of your specialties, Em, is um, very much like we kind of talked about before this, the launch strategy side of things. And I think you've kind of really masterfully stepped into someone who can teach other people that, right? Which is why you're doing that. And so um, I would love to talk a little more launch strategy with you because I know that you have a little bit of a system that you kind of follow that you wanted to share. So if you're open to it, I would love for you to dive into that. Yeah, of course. Okay. So guys, the way that I used to think about launches as like an online health coach is that in the very beginning, it was just me showing up and saying I had a program and then automatically people were going to reach out, right? No. So, okay. The way that you guys get to think about launches, I had to learn the hard way. So obviously no one filling out my type form, not building that no like and trust and not building excitement and hype is how I really learned what launches are is the way you get to look at it is almost like a movie premiere. 
So let's take, for instance, when we were in high school, like Twilight. Twilight, the actual movie sucked, if you think about it. Like Kristen Stewart had the same face on for like two hours, right? But it, (laughs) yes, but it wasn't the movie. It was the hype leading up to going. It was like staying up till midnight, skipping school the next day, like being with our friends and like the hype around it. And it almost created a ritual of like, oh my God, that was so cool. Like the next movie premiere, we're going to do it again. And so you have to create something for people to look forward to. And it's almost like the thing before the thing is what excites them the most. So I would actually say and argue that the most important two weeks leading up to when you actually announce your program, those are the most important. That is like the meat of your launch. And then the actual, you know, week of, you've probably booked so many calls at that point that it's really just enrolling any last minute people, things like that. And we know that the majority of our leads don't come from just that post where we're announcing. It's all the people that are silently DMing us in the background, you know, thinking that they're those special people. I I still have questions. Is this for me? Blah, blah, blah. And they don't want to announce it publicly in the comments necessarily. They're reaching out to you privately. That's like always the case, especially when you're first starting out. So how do we get more people reaching out leading up to that day? So If you guys, after this live, do anything or get anything out of this, go to Amazon and order the book Launch by Jeff Walker. It is absolutely going to change your life and your view of what launches are. So he really explains that there's the pre-pre-launch, the pre-launch, the actual launch week, and then post-launch, like what you're going to be doing. So I always say like the week before you're setting up your launch, figuring out your content and it actually starts like the week before pre pre launch, lay out all your content. So in Google calendar, like literally you can create a new calendar on the left hand side and just call it like roadmap or launch or whatever, and just create a whole separate calendar for all of your content when you're going to go live like when you're going to send out those emails and things like that, just to hold yourself accountable. I love to color code things. I'm a fucking nerd. I literally could do that all day. So that is what I do before any of this starts, because when it starts, it's going to get crazy. So pre pre launch is when you really want to start hyping up your audience that like something is coming. And what I like to do, just like an example of a hack is like, put my phone on the iPhone camera in time-lapse and really just prop it up on a water bottle as I'm like working on some like teachable stuff or whatever I'm about to create that's in my program. And I start using very niche hashtags. So if your program is called Elevate, right, you would use like hashtag Elevate before the weeks leading up to when you start announcing it. Now, maybe no one's ever heard the word elevate or you ever use it. So it sparks that curiosity of like, what is that? She she keeps using it in her content. She keeps like using the word. So this is where I would do some behind the scenes content as well as, you know, doing very dramatic, like in your stories, like telling your actual story, your personal transformation. So not in a written post per se, you would just be creating regular content like you normally would that week. But in your stories to create even more mystery, curiosity, and more so attraction marketing rather than us like hustling in the DMs is I like to take old photos and I like to do almost like a timeline. So like, let's say it's 10 slides of an IG story that lead up to when I left my corporate job, what happened first, I hired my first coach. 
and like really make captions that are going to dig into those pain points that your ideal client's experiencing that you had in that photo. And then when the slides are all done, I will say something super motivating, like, hey, and it all changed when I decided to like choose myself and like choose a life that I created instead of one I settled for. And then the last slide is like a blackout screen and it says like, and I'm looking for eight girls to lock arms with me who want to like launch their online business, DM me the word like launch. And if you want to like get in on this or something like that. And then you avoid bots because we're not doing polls and um, they DM you. And now people are like, shit, like she wants to lock arms with me. But what does that mean? I haven't even talked about the program yet. I just said I'm looking for eight women. So I'm starting to warm up these people that resonate with my personal story because the more they cry, the more they buy. So you guys get to share your personal story more and more. But also at the end, she's like, wow, I just really connected with her. Okay, cool. Like, I feel like she resonates with me. She hears me. She sees me. She understands me. Let me take action. So women always buy off of emotion and then justify it later. The handbag, the coach, whatever. So that's pre-launch week. Those are like two main things that I always just as an example include in like content. And then the actual pre-launch, so that was pre-pre-launch. Now we're in the pre-launch phase, which is a little confusing, but you guys see that it takes a lot of warming up before the person actually takes action. So pre-launch is where you usually have something like a webinar, a three-day video series, like something where at the end of that series, you're going to be announcing the thing for the first time to everybody. So this is where in the pre-launch week, I'm making sure that it's such high value content leading up to that freebie or that challenge or whatever it is. And I'm letting the people know that I'm only looking for a certain kind of person to join this webinar, to hop in this challenge. Because the people that join that thing, if you're announcing your program for the first time to them, it's like you're letting them see your kid for the first time, right? It's like you want them to be A players. The people that join this are like, you know, the top people that you want in your program and from your audience. So this is where in my pre-launch content, I'm just promoting that free thing. I'm not talking about my program or anything. I'm still using the hashtag. I'm still pinning on some stuff doing behind the scenes content. But if I'm launching a webinar on Thursday, it's like, join the webinar, last chance, like no replays, like blah, blah, blah. And hyping up this free thing, like it's a no brainer. And I'm creating a wait list very early on for whoever joins the webinar the first two days, gets $1,000 off my next program, as an example, let's say. And you get hooked up with my free, you know, booty guide or whatever it is, right? that's one thing that's really important too is like yeah. as well as just creating more incentive around things um i think is what's really like sometimes miss the missing piece for a lot of people like you said you know giving incentive to give something away for free or take you know about or like money off of a program or something in the future is one thing is with pre-launch it's a lot of just posturing as well um kind of like yeah but yeah i agree with that completely yeah. So the content, like you want to make sure that you include, like always your CTA that week is either to register for the webinar or the first couple days of the week to join this like waitlist, which creates even more exclusivity. These people that join the waitlist feel like, holy shit, like this is like such a deal that I'm getting. Plus I'm getting this whole webinar on top of it. 
So the content I always make sure to include is authority. So like the seven biggest mistakes, like I see blah, 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 make when they're trying to like launch their online business, um, you know, get in shape, whatever educational posts. So IGTVs do really well when you do like step-by-step -step tutorials. Um, and then your personal story. So again, pulling on their heartstrings a little bit, always. Um, how you're walking your talk or sharing your testimonials. So street cred, right? We got to show like, why should they join this webinar? Why should you listen to me? And has it worked for women like me? And that's where you show more testimonials. So just including those four pieces of content, because I know consistency is something people struggle with. Don't think you have to show up seven days a week. Like if you just had those four pieces of content, plus showing up at least eight to 10 times in your story every day to stay relevant, you know, top of mind for her, like that alone is going to drive so many people to this free challenge, this webinar. Then when you're actually doing the free challenge or webinar, if you have a three-step method, teach them steps one and two, but purposefully leave out step three. Because if you teach them everything, they're just gonna think, oh, I'm good, like this is cute. I'm not gonna join your program, like I'm good. But if you leave out a very specific step, like, hey, so, so far for the sake of the hour and the fact that I only have this time with you, I'm teaching you steps one and two, but I didn't teach you step three, which actually gets you the result that you want. Introducing my new program, blah, blah, blah. And this is where you give them an incentive for joining. You explain what's inside of the program. So if it's normally like, you know, $3,000, maybe you're giving them $1,000 off to join whoever was on the webinar and they only have 24 hours to take action. I would say, and I'd love to hear your opinion on this, anything that's over like $1,500, I never have like an add to cart at the end of like a webinar or free challenge. I always have like a book a call because people get sticker shock and they don't know like the context. But anything like under $1,500, I would say with a payment plan and everything um, has always been doable even for my beginner clients to like have like a checkout cart. Yeah, I, I agree completely. Conversions are going to definitely differ depending on what the product and or services that I think you're launching. So, you know, there are different methods to launching and different styles of launching based off of, I think, what exactly you are producing at the end of that. So whether it be like, you know, a, a lower ticket uh, membership site or an ebook or something like that, of course, right. to cart is like a great idea, a swipe up feature if they have it or whatever it might be at the end of a Facebook live, um, you know, adding that link in there. But I agree with you completely, especially because if you want to be working with your ideal client, right? Like some people might join this free challenge or free opt-in, whatever it is that aren't necessarily an ideal client and you want to make sure you align with them. So I agree completely with that. If it is something higher ticket, nor maybe has more of a one-on-one -on -one aspect to it, 100% looking into like your calls and as well as posturing yourself to talk to that person. I agree. Yeah. And I, I totally am presenting this based off the assumption that someone's like launching a high ticket coaching right. business, but understand guys, like don't think, don't get so narrow minded that you can't have like all of these down cells. And I know this is a different conversation, but like even having that membership site or the group program or something that takes less of your time. Yes, that's always a possibility, but I believe and I, I think you're of the same principle of like, you have to really, <laughs> um, is there a bug? Yeah, this bug just came flying down on me. <laughs> oh my God. I hate bugs. Okay. Um, 
but I think you're of the same model of like build your one-on-one up first until you're capped and then like launch your group program, all of the other downsells because you learn the most shit from your one-on-one clients. They give you all of the feedback in the beginning. So instead of disappointing, you know, 25 people in your group program, you know, you're just pivoting and adjusting very quickly with one-on-one feedback for your first couple of clients. So Okay, so that is when you make your first announcement, I have early bird pricing for four days usually when I do like a webinar or free challenge. Um, I'm sending emails out to my email list, like letting them know early, early cart or early bird pricing is open and open cart. And then after that, I usually do a live replay where instead of just sending out a replay to my list, I found it way more effective to either just do the presentation again. So like the same slides and everything, Um, you know, five days later, and then that's like the last chance that they can hop on early bird pricing. Um, And then this is leading into now launch week when we make that post like today's the day, blah, blah, blah. And like, it's always like us with balloons and shit or like, you know, our hands in the air or whatever. Um, And it's, we're not, you never want to just go into the details of the plane. You always want to go into the destination more. So it's like 20% plane, how many calls there is going to be and everything like, you know, how often you guys are going to be meeting, Um, you know, you guys are going to get on Zoom calls, whatever it is, you're going to get custom training and nutrition. And then 80% of the post is how are they going to feel when they're done the program? So almost having a pre-ideal client, so pre-program ideal client, and then painting the post-ideal client, um, you know, the person that's already gone through your program, how is their life going to change? And describing that in the post, because again, women really buy and take action based off emotion. Some of us are analytical, but it's like a way higher percentage of us basing it off of emotion, connection with you. So the day after I announce, I actually make a super vulnerable post. So this is where I share things. I don't normally post every single week. It's like a story that maybe I haven't told in a while that's super touchy, like where I almost got fired from my corporate job because I was so distracted with social media. I was put on six month probation. Um, You know, I've told that story before and I always do it right after the launch. And then I think to myself, okay, so how do people buy? One person buys off of emotion. That's the majority of women, but some people need more information. So this is where I really cater to that analytical brain. Some people buy off of FOMO. So this is where I start putting in my stories, like who's already joined, you know, honoring them, celebrating them, tagging them in my stuff. So FOMO. And then creating scarcity, like really making a post the last couple of days, like life is now. And these decisions where you decide to take a back seat instead of taking committed action on the thing that you need the most, like where else is that showing up in your life? And that's where that like tough coach side of you needs to come out where you're like calling her out and you're calling her forth of like, I want to help you, but if nothing changes, nothing changes. So that is basically launch week summary. Those are some highlights. But then what I do four days later, this is post launch now. Um, to wrap it all up is I usually do a huge giveaway. So this is where I will either give away something like a freebie or that my paid clients are getting. So something that's really high value, like how to find high paying clients online, my three-step method, um, get the exact like framework, you know, click here or whatever. 
or I'm opening up a free spot for my program. So this is where I do a huge giveaway post. I will do it first in my stories, like the night before. And I'll just say, comment the word like three step or something like that. And I'll send it your way. Um, and then I'll wake up the next morning and it's like all these DMs of women that want it. And when you guys do a giveaway, and if you give away a free spot in your program, like the next day you make a written post and I'm wearing leopard print. If you guys go on my Instagram, you can totally copy and paste the post. I have like money sprawled out on the counter and I gave away a spot for sell and slay my sales, my eight week sales intensive. And what happened was when I did that post, yes, I wanted women to get ahead in sales during the quarantine, but also what happened was all of these people that were silently creeping on me that I didn't think gave a shit, right? I've never even seen their name, like whatever, came to the surface and entered that giveaway. So when you guys do a giveaway, all these people that you thought didn't care or were never gonna buy from you, all of a sudden they enter, right? So how do you follow up with those people really powerfully so that yes, you're still giving them an incentive for joining, but after you've chosen the winner, so let's say three days after the giveaway, you go on a live, you literally, like it's in high school, have like a hat of names and you like pick it out, you make it super interactive, like everybody joins that entered and you pick a winner, maybe you give her a month free of your coaching, let's say that's the giveaway, then the next couple days, what you can do is follow up with all those people that entered the giveaway and just say, hey, so-and-so, like, you know, I see so much potential in you. And unfortunately, I already picked the winner for my giveaway. But what I wanted to do is hook you up with a $500 discount for my coaching program. I never do this, but considering that you took action, you've been supporting me for a while, like, you know, I really see a ton of potential in you and what you're capable of. And like, even the next 90 days, I would love to support you. So why don't we do this? If you're interested, it's only valid for the next 24 hours. We can just hop on a quick call to see if it's a good fit for you. If you have any more questions and go from there. And guys, I'm a huge component of video. Like get your face on camera, whether you're a hot mess express going to prom, you know, whatever. She doesn't care. She just wants it to be real. And if you copy and paste the message, she will fucking know. Like she will just know. And so voice note, video, any way that you guys can be 5% more human is going to totally change your results. How much people open your video, respond to you, get on the phone with you. And like that had a 90% open rate when I did it that way of like women not only taking action on the giveaway, but then actually responding to me, my emails when I followed up with them. And then when I sent them video, it was like even a higher open rate. So it's like, just know that if you go that extra mile, she's gonna notice. So that is it in a nutshell though. Isn't it crazy? There's so many different methods and so many different steps to launching. And I think there's, there's one thing is like, you, you really don't want to obviously over promise and under deliver. So that's why I say the biggest and most important thing with launch strategy is going the fuck up. Like you said, especially Em, and I think this is where a lot of clients or a lot of coaches kind of fall short is just not getting on video is like the number one thing, you know? Um, and I think, I mean, I'm, I'm one to, and I always say messy action is better than no action at all. Yes. Yes. Having strategy is I think what a lot of coaches lack nowadays behind 
their coaching program. It's kind of just like, oh, you know what? If you want to be a coach and, uh, oh, here's my program, you know? Um, and I think when people have those, those different steps behind it, whether it is, you know, the email list, like you said, kind of finding the, the inklings of just showing that you have something to present. And that's actually like a solidified program is awesome. And then, like you said too, I mean, especially now with Instagram, there's so many features on Instagram that allow for you to add incentives. And the one that I love the most that you talked about was the giveaway, which I think is super cool. That's actually what's been working for me a lot, even with podcasting, anyone who launches a podcast, like give incentives for people to write reviews, you know, give incentive for people to join your Facebook group or um, your IG lives or whatever masterclass it might be, which I love that you touched on that M. So um, guys, M is absolutely fabulous. All of her captions, everything that she does provides some kind of value. So um, M, tell us, tell all the people where they can follow you, where they can find you. Yeah. So on Instagram, I am at E-M-M-H-A-A-S. Um, and then on Facebook, it's the same thing. So Facebook slash the same handle E two M's and then H A A S. Um, and yeah, I mainly hang out on Instagram and, um, yeah, I'm always on video. I'm always a hot mess express, but you know what? Like the one thing I will say, Kendall, is that, and you're so good at this too, is that I think when we started, we had the same idea, especially with sharing like our eating disorder and stuff is that if there's one girl out there right now waiting to be coached by me, me showing up with like a pimple or my hair not done or like, you know, really not knowing the perfect thing to say, but like still showing up anyway and giving value, even if there's one person waiting, like, you know, show up. Like, it's like, she just, she just, she just wants to feel like she's not the only one in the world going through this. And we probably would have wanted us three to five years ago. Right. Like that's one thing I was, I'm thinking, I'm like, you know, it's a whole other podcast in and itself, but the mindset in regards to launch period is just so essential and definitely something um, I know you touch on a lot too. It's something that I think people just need to take pride in my, my saying is it's always a disservice, just not showing up, you know, to your people, to not be vulnerable, to not be open. I mean, look at both of us. We never really had the intention of doing this whole coaching thing or making money or a living. And um, I think people just need to be more open to being open, you know? Um, and the imposter syndrome definitely like sinks in for people with launch periods and things of that nature. But the mindset behind launching is essential. It's probably the biggest piece of the launch, which I said, like, I mean, it's a whole thing in and itself, but, um, no, I love the strategy that you gave today. And that was super awesome. So thank you so much for coming on and sharing all of your insight guys. Please go give Em a follow. She is the bomb.com. Um, thank you so much for having me guys. And, um, yeah, guys just keep showing up. And even if it's that one person, like you are changing lives is what you say and you do matter. And it's just going to snowball from there. Like that's how me and Kendall are where we are at today. So thank you guys.